Welcome into Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, the 90s, and sometimes the, the early 2000s. 2000s. My name is Tommy the Trash Man, and I am joined uh, on my left, as always, by the big Sniff. How you doing, Sniff? Good. How are you doing? I'm well. Good. I am uh, looking me in the eyes. Well, didn't look me in the eyes, actually, then. Diverting uh, the, his gaze. Is uh, the Junk Man. Yo, what's cracking, baby? And uh, as always, on my most favorite right is Eerie Kiri. Why, hello. How are you? I am so well. How are you? Um, I'm doing great. Uh, we were talking boats before we started. We were talking a bunch of nautical nonsense. Yes, I'm we trying to get, get Cooper to buy boat. a boat. Yes, that's and right. Do you know what would be the coolest thing? After hmm. we get it, we can call it the uh, the SS. <gasps> The SS SS. Holy well, shit. That's the SS SS? Do you want that? I don't no. know. That would be <laughs> no, it's for short and spooky. The SS. Yes. I think we might have to have short and spooky on there. I think that would be a good name for it. Why not? Yeah. Ooh. Who'd be captain? Well, that depends on who. All of us could mind. wear captain's hats. You know what? I was going to say, yeah, we're co-captains. I like that approach. I think we're all the captains. Mm-hmm. I think we could all look at each other and say, Whoa. I'm the captain now. And hello, captain. And shake each other's hands very We call formally. each other captain. Oh, yeah. no, we, we are all nude other than captain's hats. We need and a plank. socks on our wieners. We need a plank to walk. And a plank. Yes. No, we have eye patches on our wieners. <laughs> yeah, we wear eye patches. And Kira, you can wear eye patches over your boobs. Too. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> okay, I think cool. I'd be the first person to get to have to walk the plank. <laughs> I mean, naturally. Yeah. <laughs> You're the least favorite. <laughs> I know. I'd, I'd be off in a second. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I would definitely be in the, uh, what do they call it? The Davy Jones the Locker. The, the poop, brig. The poop yeah. deck. The poop deck is where you make <laughs> you the food, right? You are the poop deck. No. <laughs> that's the mess hall. That's, isn't that the oh, little deck? The, or no, no, that's where you play. All of the, like, the boat people I that I listen to our podcast, all two of them are like, If any pirates right listen to the podcast, <laughs> You mean the pirates it. are like, are? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, they're like thinking of. I feel like that's offensive. Like, you're stereotyping pirates. That is. What's a pirate's favorite letter? Uh, the R. C. Oh, damn it. You didn't <laughs> let me C? do the joke. The C? I think it was R. R. I'll throw you in the C. I thought it was R. It's R. No, you'd think so. Tis the C. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Okay. And also S-E-A. Yeah. You uh, subverted my expectations. Which makes it all the more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I, they're making me walk up off the plank off of Kiri's deck right now. Hey, well, we have say, water. It's time. They also say I. I. Oh, they do say I. <laughs> that makes me think of like Star Trek. Yeah. Like, I, I, Captain. Well, that's because... They're a bunch of semen. Do you guys have a favorite? <laughs> I don't know. A favorite, uh, like, pirate? I mean, Hook is probably the, the best pirate uh, movie I think can think of. None of the Pirates movies are The actually... first Pirates of the Caribbean I liked quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, I prefer Hook to any of the Pirates of the Caribbean any day. Yeah. yeah, but Hook's not so much a pirate movie. It's more than it's like a... It literally is Pirates vs. Kids. And... I know who I'm betting on. Oh, wait, they're Magic Kids. Never mind. Yeah, but it's Peter Pan, you know? I mean, come on. Yep. <laughs> Peter Pan's dope. Well, and like Treasure, Julia okay, Roberts' you know Tinkerbell, what? that is dope. I'm going to throw a curveball. Muppets Treasure Island's my favorite Oh! <laughs> he Cur- comes hard. Is That's his right. new nickname Curveball Coop? Curveball Coop. I mean. <laughs> Throwing him fast. Yeah. Yeah. Thousand miles Thousand an hour. Thousand miles an hour. That's a Don't fast curveball. I, I need a drop for Curveball Coop. Yep. <laughs> no. well, we have a new uh, drop master, so Tom will, Tom, be on, Tom will be developing that shortly. Make me yeah. a Curveball Coop. Two years later, <laughs> in fifteen years, yeah, <laughs> at my funeral, <laughs> you guys are all getting one drop. That's how you go up and kiss yeah. my uh, probably Rump. burnt body or something like that. <laughs> I thought we were drowning you. Well, you mean you burn me? We're and gonna then drown, drown his burnt oh. husk shell. Well, isn't that like the most feared thing? Is like drowning and burning it, or that's a that's a dumb thing. Is that possible? Bit. 
To burn? Yeah, of course. I don't think so. No, how are you going to burn and water, drown? If like, there's... Uh, this is a morbid fact, I know, but like one of the largest um, nautical uh, boat crashes of all time was a tanker hit uh, a, an immigrant boat, and uh, oil tanker, and the water was so full of oil and explosion that the water was boiling and everyone Jesus was on fire. Christ. So they were boiling Fun fact, alive. that's where uh, smoke on the water came from. Yeah. They, they, no. They wanted to make it a nice thing. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Huh? Let's get started. Uh, yeah. Why not? Well, uh, we have some things to rest. Yeah, we uh, just hung out yesterday. That's right, we spent the day together. No, we didn't. Yeah, yes, we did. We did. <laughs> and what were we doing, Cooper? Kiri and John helped me move from my loft to a modest home. Mm-hmm. We got that shit out of there. It was really like down to uh, the the minute. There. Yeah, we had to uh, get everything out by five and like twenty seven minutes to spare. We had only twenty seven minutes to spare. The people were literally cleaning mm-hmm. as we were like bringing things out of the place. It was chaotic. And but we my got it. Property manager guy. Can you do you did his voice pretty good. Did I? Yeah, you the did. nice accent. Oh. Could you do it again? What what should he say? He said what he said that they're moving. The new tenants are moving in in thirty minutes. Yeah, I I don't even remember <laughs> what he sounds like. Yeah, it's like I, I I'm okay. <laughs> I just it's like, to do it. Uh, it's like I can't remember what he sounds like. <laughs> it All right, was it's like, it was funny. It's like it's like they're moving in in thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I, good. I really wish I could remember at least one thing that he possibly said, so I could like wrap my brain around the accent. It was something like that. And that's, it was stressful, but it's done mostly. And, <laughs> Remember, I packed up the cleaning lady's uh, vacuum. <laughs> yes. I thought it was your vacuum, and I like, took it. You almost stuff. got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been nice. I actually need a vacuum. That wasn't for those meddling kids, those meddling cleaning ladies. Also, I almost forgot on top of my um, dryer in the bathroom was my. Uh, <laughs> yes. I had a little mechanism I bought from <laughs> a uh-huh. um, shout out to. Good vibrations here oh, in yeah. Oakland. It's an adult uh, yeah. toy store. Um, quality. It's all good quality. Oh, absolutely. Stuff. It's not like secret. No, no. It's no it's a uh, run uh, and owned by women, I believe. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Despite that fact, they have some. They have the best selection of men's goods as well. And I, one day I was there, and they're like, "Oh, here's a jerk off machine where you just stick it on there." Yeah, the cover was crazy. Wait, wait. It was it, massive. What? Whoop! You stick it on there. there. Yep, and then it just you turn it on and it goes. This thing looked like a fucking like those magic bullet like blenders. Yeah, it, it was, was huge. Pretty massive. Like he told me it was like a self suck machine, and still... I like my jaw dropped. I was like, <laughs> "That's too big. What are you doing with that the thing?" The problem was my dick would not fit inside it. So my dick is too big. No, that kidding. thing was like a fucking <laughs> not at all, not even fifteen close. inches long. It was, it was massive it, because it's got a huge motor in it, and it sounds amazing in concept. So I was like, Fuck "Does it, it I'm sound amazing it. when you use it? Is it very loud?" Uh, well, the it's... motor whirs, <laughs> and then um, it has a built-in thing where you press a button and it starts telling erotic stories. That is so funny. That's my deal is like, who's that for? Like, we have the internet. Is that I for like, like long haul truckers? Thing. No, because it's <laughs> no, like I mean, liking stories rather than images like that. Yeah, but no females using this unless this they have a penis. Is it run on? Which is, is okay. Possible. It runs on comms. I was gonna say, is, what, what the what the gasoline does it run on? Uh, diesel. Okay. <laughs> it's got a big smokestack. On I the would top. go with the premium one. Anyway, no, I almost forgot it in there, and so I ran in. And I was like, better grab that, even though it's kind of hard to tell what it is. Yeah, uh, and it, do you know where it ended up? 
with all the other items that were left on the street for strangers <gasps> to pick you them up and use them. You left it in the free no, pile? No, no, no. I threw that away. I, been, I didn't I, see it. Uh, I threw. Trust me, I threw it away. It came with him. It would have been great if... $150 like, down the drain. If, Damn, that's a lot of money for a sucking yeah, machine. Yeah, but what are you going to do with it? I don't want it anymore. I can't give it to someone. <laughs> I can't sell it. You should have, when you gave the vacuum back to the cleaning lady, you should have given like, that here. to her too. Here. You got a husband? Yeah. He's going to like this a lot more. <laughs> I don't have any money to tip you, but there you go. And she's like, I got the vacuum. He already uses it for that anyway. He's like, I hope you like erotic stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what kind of, what kind of uh, real quick, what kind of like, erotic stories would it read off? I didn't l- listen to them. <laughs> I mean, I turned it on. I tried it out, but I didn't sit around and listen to them. It'd be great if it had like uh, right a off. ridiculous voice. It's like Gilbert Godfrey's <laughs> voice or like... So, she took off her pants. I can't yeah. do a Gilbert Gottfried. Can anyone here do Gilbert Gottfried? I think it'll like really mess up our levels if someone screams out loud into a <laughs> microphone. I think you're right. Yeah, it uh, it sounds like... Uh, what it, if it did? Oh, Robert Williams. Ooh. Yeah, or like, what's the guy that, like, the famous NPR guy that uh, does the... the Ira Prairie, Glass? No, 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 Prairie Home Companion. Oh, uh, I don't know who that is. Oh, he, he uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Mr. NPR someone, over someone here. Though. I mean, we... We used to go to church, and that's what we listened to on the way home. Mr. Church over here. Hmm. Nothing wrong with that. I don't think of churchgoers listening to NPR. I think of them listening to, like, Rush Limbaugh. I don't know a lot of churchgoers uh, listening to erotic fiction on their (laughs) fucking self-suck toy. But, again, I'm not religious. There's probably a lot of you. Uh, We want to give a shout-out to all of our weird... Speaking of shout outs, yeah, get them, get them out, go for it. I'm gonna shout out to uh, the shorties, the spookies, the eeries, and the sniffies. You, you already goofed, dude. You fucked up. The junkies. Oh, the junkies. That's right. Well, there's probably some that are still, uh, you know, recovering junkies. <laughs> are the junkies. shorties? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll allow it. Shorties are junkies in recovery. Uh, Alameda dads, moms. Um, let's say cats and dogs too. Sure. We well, like them it, all. Yeah. We yeah. don't uh, discriminate against our animal friends. No. I don't think there's a... Besides spiders, I'm not a big fan. I think anim- they're arachnids. They're... They're still an animal, though, They're right? bugs. What is happening yeah, they're right arachnids. now? Mm. Anyway. Uh, let's move on from bugs. <laughs> so, um, <coughs> let's talk about the episode we're talking about today. Sure. Um, I picked this one out. Yes, and, you did. Um, this is an episode that in was a long time coming for our two new um, co-hosts. Yeah. Well, we haven't done an episode of this show since, what, November? Yeah. For Night, Night Visions November. November. That's right. We did a whole month a of thing, just yeah. Night Visions back in November, and wow. uh, I couldn't remember what we had seen and what we hadn't because I watched every episode of it. I'm surprised we didn't do this one. There was a lot of other bad ones we needed to do first. Well, uh, okay. We'll like that one that where later. Stephen Baldwin gets attacked by dogs. I actually that think that's a good thing. Randy Quaid. <laughs> Randy Quaid is like, thinks he's came back to life, but he really just was dead in the coffin looking up at a glass. Spoiler thing. alert. Hey, all right, guys. Uh, if you're real, like, short and spooky <laughs> fans, you guys have already listened to this. Um, but true. please proceed. Uh, this is Night Visions Patterns slash Voices. Mm-hmm. And I picked this one out um, kind of out of nowhere. I just saw, like, the We con- picked it out together. Oh, yeah, sorry. We did. Um, John and I had a nice little uh, FaceTime the other night, and we watched part of this together. We both had to, I had to work in the morning. I can't remember if you had to work in the morning or not. Yeah, I did. Um, but yeah, this is, um, this is a show that's hosted by Henry Rollins, uh, who, Cooper. Wait, okay. What? Uh, Carrie, do you have any thoughts on, uh, Henry Rollins? Do you know who that is? Not before the episode, I didn't. Uh, did you look him up? 
No. Oh, so he <laughs> is he, he. The reason why he's a host is because he has a, a slight bit of notoriety from uh, music industry. He was the lead singer of. Uh, Black Flag, the punk band. One of many. Yeah, he wasn't the first, but uh, I think he's probably the most popular one. He's a uh, very Outspoken. intense dude. Um, and it's very distracting biceps. That's okay. Thank you. Okay. Before we get in the episode, can we just talk about his this his outfit? Oh, wait, wait. We have to do uh, this some fool drink, only uh, has one outfit. All right. We have to do some drinking game rules. Okay. okay. So um, let's do some drinking game rules. Um, of course, Tom can start. Go go for it. What you got? Um, anytime there's a flashback. Ooh, okay. Like it? That is good. Um, anytime coffee is mentioned. Okay. It's not going to be a lot. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a couple times. All right. Are we just doing the first episode or all of them? Because I got, I got four drinking what, game Let's save them for the second part. Okay. So for the first one, I will do um, every time... Uh, <laughs> Every time the character of Martin's leather jacket makes a lot of noise, take a drink. Yeah. yeah. You might want to like do that for like every two times that it happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have another one, Tom? I have a couple that are like kind of one-offs. Let's hear it. Uh, anytime a filing cabinet is in front of a door. <laughs> okay. Uh, horse noises. Okay. Upside down cars. You're taking all of them. Those you didn't are give specific. Kiri a chance to say hers. Oh, you know, I didn't do any. So that's yeah. You didn't do any. Okay. No. Well, I, I got mine are all one off, so they're not like. Oh, okay. My apologies, Kiri. No, no, no. There weren't any like like you said. They're all one offs. There weren't any like theme like ones like mm. yeah. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't come up with any. For each fish that you see, take a drink. Oh the, yeah. There's several fish, and uh, if you want to just have some fun, why don't you go ahead and waterfall a beer for the entire duration that a doctor's taking a piss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, those are my first segment rules. All right, okay. so let's uh, let's get into this. This episode uh, just you had something? No, I was going to say call out the uh, the uh, the season and episode, and then we'll talk about uh, Henry okay, Rollins. yeah, um, episode thirteen, season one. Uh, this aired on the twenty fourth of September two thousand two. I was uh, a month from getting my license, almost to the day. Oh, yeah. Nice. And everything went downhill after that. <laughs> yeah, I was living in uh, Southern California. Working at In-N-Out Burger and partying in Tijuana every weekend. Nice. Good times. Wow. I was 12 years old. And, and you still are. I still am, and I always will because I died that day. No, you're just Peter wow. Pan. Wow. And now I'm a ghost. Twilight Zone twist ending there. Yep. Key, where, where were you at in uh, 2002? That's like... The... Uh, like either sophomore or junior year of high school. Mm. Crushing it. Were you one of the popular girls? At first, and then I wasn't. I went to two different high schools. Oh, shit. Oh, so the second school you weren't as cool? The second school. Well, no, because I was new and like. You wore a hoodie and walked around all solemn. (laughs) (laughs) You were still had fun. Yeah. That's good. All right. (laughs) So, okay. So, Gary, if you've never, if you're not familiar with uh, Henry Rollins, you're probably like, who the fuck is this weird dude in a tiny t shirt, right? I mean, all the hosts, except for, you know, Rod, of course, Mm kind of suck. (laughs) Rod Serling is not in any of these episodes. I'm saying he's the only host that I like, period. Of horror anthologies. Well, as far as who's your favorite host for the the shows that we talk about? I don't have one. They all suck. (laughs) They all suck. But out of the ones that Which one sucks the least? Is it like... uh, I guess this one because I didn't have to hear the words coming out of his mouth because I was distracted by his biceps. It wasn't too hard There you go. Women love Henry Rollins. uh, Well, also there wasn't many words coming out of his mouth No, he said virtually nothing. He like, said, um, this one about uh, the thing. I was going to ask if we could do a segment where we could all like make an impression of like what you Theatrical think. Theatrical reenactment of the... Of like an imaginary episode. 
Henry Rollins always wears a tiny, teeny, tiny T-shirt. And he always looks pissed off. And what's with his arms? I mean, I know they're muscular, but I feel like he's standing like a gorilla. He's like, it's like, you know how sometimes, like, whenever you see, like, a group of girls, like, in a picture, they kind of, like, turn sideways a little yeah. bit to, like, show, like, to, like, I don't know, hide something or show off something. Look, And it's like, I feel like that's what he does. He's like, comes in front of the camera and he turns, like, a three-quarter angle so he can, like, check out his bicep a little bit. The fucking snake. Oh, the cobra. That's what he's going for. And it's not a bad thing, but it's like a kind of weird energy he gives me. He has a very intense and weird energy. Yeah, and... I wonder why they chose him to be the host of this show. I have no fucking idea. I think he was kind of hot shit at the time because, you know, he also starred in... Um, didn't star in, but he had a big role in, like, Sons of Anarchy. Wasn't he in, like, Repo later. Man? And I don't think so. I thought he was like a cameo in that. May may have been. A Black Flag may have cameoed. Well, I just didn't know it was a heavily punk uh, soundtrack. It does. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. But I don't know. I don't like... As far as Black Flag goes, I'm not a big Henry Rollins fan because I think Keith Morris was the best vocalist they had. That's very fair. I guess what I was saying is uh, we we got to talk about the host as part of uh, doing a new show. And uh, let's talk about the intro. Do you guys have any thoughts on the intro? I mean, we've seen it, so do you? I liked it. Yeah. It was kind of cool. I didn't hate it. It wasn't like, you know, corny or annoying. For those uh, listeners who have not watched it, it's basically a close-up on an eyeball, and uh, inside the iris is uh, clips from the show. And I actually really hate this intro because it shows clips of the episode, and sometimes you see spoilers. Okay, wait. I was confused by this. Is it each intro is different with the clips they show in the yes, eyeball yes okay so so if you're watching a show and like you see in the iris that somebody like gets stabbed you're like well great i know that person's gonna get stabbed you know what yeah. i mean so mm-hmm. it's like in a, when you go see a movie preview and you're like well i know what's gonna what's happen. gonna happen yeah, yeah but imagine seeing the movie preview right before the movie you wouldn't want to see that right you need a little time but uh one of the things I noticed this time the first time I noticed this is that you know they have like this kind of needle looking thing falling around yeah it flies right into the eye at the end, when it says night visions, one of the the two of them are like at an angle of an N, and the other one's at the angle of a V for uh, night visions. Wow! Like, yeah, I'd I never noticed, noticed that, that too, before. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that was new. <laughs> like it didn't happen in the other ones. I I don't recall it. I would have noticed it. I feel like. Hmm. I mean, we did a whole month of it. We did. We tried to forget it. That's right. Um. But yeah, here, take us away, John. Oh. Uh. Okay. So. Uh. This episode starts. Um. And uh, we meet this uh, doctor. Uh, his name is Dr. Critchley. He's played by an actor named Miguel Ferrer. And the whole time I watched this, I was like, who is this guy? He looks so familiar. Oh, I clocked him right away. That's Lloyd Hendrick from the Stan miniseries. Mm-hmm. Oh! It's the only thing I have on VHS other than Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style. Wait a minute. The, the bad guy, right? No. I mean, the doctor. He's not really a bad guy. No, no, no. In the stand. He was a bad guy, yeah. He was the the sexy denim man, right? No, he, the sexy denim man was a Randall Flack. Okay, I'm yeah. tripping, tripping. But the man he's in the black. one he came. Um, he was one that was imprisoned. Right. Yes. yes. Okay. I've, yeah, I've seen that. My favorite line from the Stand miniseries, the old one, which I assume that's the one you're talking about. Well, of right? course, the new one's garb. I, I only watched it because I had to, but it was horrid. But do you remember the mentally impaired guy? And he says, "I hate being retarded." Yeah. I just left that line. Well, because it like hit your heart. Well, because I can relate to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I, I don't saw know this about dude, you, Mr. M O O N. I saw this guy, M-O-N. and Mr. Uh, Moon. I was like, I know him from something. Where do I know him from? I guess his thing that his claim to fame was he, he was on the show NCIS for like ever. But what I know him from 
He has been on three different episodes of Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> then you would know him, wouldn't you? The, that doctor? Is ex- <laughs> the good doctor? Yes, yes. That's exactly where I know him from. He's mm. done a lot of Tales from the Crypt, and uh, I-, I just couldn't put my finger on it. I was like, does this guy play like a detective or like a, like a, I don't know, like a mob boss or something? Like he's, he, like he seems like he always plays an asshole to see him in this uh, capacity. He seemed a little I, strange. The first thing, two things I recalled him from was uh, Hot Shots Part D. Oh, yeah. And then uh, RoboCop. RoboCop. Who's he playing? Oh, he plays the guy that gets blasted out the window, right? No. Does he? No, that's the guy from that 70s show. Fuck. The bad guy? Red. No, Red. no, 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 no. Not, I know who that is. No, I'm talking about the guy who gets killed by the uh, security bot. Is he him? Are you oh. talking about in the boardroom? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, we can look it up later. Yeah. All right. People are screaming at their iPhones and Fuck. stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's but anyway, uh, Dr. Critchley is his doctor, and he uh, rolls up into um, where he works. He works at a mental health facility or a mental hospital or whatever the sign says. And uh, he says, what's up to uh, the security guard at the gate? It seems like a normal day. And there's like a nice guard when he gets inside. And then uh, he talks to his secretary, Anne. Wait, is she a secretary? She's wearing a receptionist. She's wearing a nurse's outfit. Yeah. But she's acting as a secretary, it yeah. seems. And she's got plenty of coffee. Well, yeah. But so no filters. No filties. And that's one of my rules, by the way. Cause the, what? That's my only rule. What? Which is? Coffee. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so take a drink? <laughs> yep. yep. Okay. So she she is talking to him, and she mentions that um, his wife and daughter are on an airplane, and they're flying uh, back from some location, and they're going to be... They're arriving that night, and it just kind of sets that up uh, from the beginning. Um, and she's like, oh yeah, there's a dude who's in your office who the police brought in. He was arrested harassing somebody in a park for sitting on a bench. And, uh, he's like, all right, let's go check this out. Well, and and they're like, yeah, the cop has their psych evaluation. I'm like, are the police giving these psych evaluations? I, I don't know. What, whatever the case is, uh, he, he enters the room and we met our other main character. So we got Dr. Critchley and then this other character named Martin. Who looks so familiar. Yes. I clocked him. He's mm-hmm. the bad guy from Star Trek Generations. He, okay. yeah, no, he's a very, pretty significant bad guy. Um, yeah, he killed Captain Kirk. Damn. He, he's been in a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot of stuff. Probably where everybody would know him the best. He plays the main character, Alex, from A Clockwork Orange. I thought you were right. making... Right. Holy yes. shit. But I, he's... Go ahead. I thought Kiri was making uh, a pun when you said, I clocked him as... I was like, <laughs> I thought you were with Clockwork Clock, Orange. Clockwork no, orange. but that would have been clever. I clocked yeah. him as an oh, orange. Darn. I didn't catch That's that one. That's so funny, because I knew, like, watching, I was like, that guy's face, because he has a very specific facial, like, structure. It's mm-hmm. the eyes. It's the eyes and the nose, I think. And I was like, damn. That and the piercing blue eyes. Familiar. Yeah, and the, the white yeah. hair. No, he's the... Uh, he does a lot of stuff, dude. Clockwork. Like, if you look at his IMDb, you've got to scroll yeah. for days. He's done a lot. And, uh, he probably still continues to work uh, pretty regularly, I think. Is oh, he yeah. dead? No, he, so. dude, he's just fucking working. He's doing yeah. voiceovers and shit for Robot Chicken. Like, you name it. Wow. He does a lot of stuff. Um, good, good voice, for him. Too. But yeah, so we got Martin and Dr. Critchley. And uh, as soon as we meet the character Martin, uh, we see that he's doing a lot of... Um, he's got a tick. He, he's got well, every tick. And so you start to kind of pause and think, like, is there some stress induced? Is there, like, OCD? What's going on? But instantly my spidey therapy gut mm-hmm. sense is activated, y'all. Yeah. I was thinking that while watching. I was like, I bet Kiri's going to have some good inside. <laughs> well, and then he's talking about kind of the obsession about the crack in the sidewalk, how he sees patterns. Um, to me, it was like, okay, like, this seems more like an OCD type thing, um, you know, because shifts during... Pre- 
lifespan, childhood. Um, there's also research that suggests that OCD may have roots in childhood exposure to viruses like strep throat. Really? Yeah, supposedly it can trigger onset in some people. Wow. Mm-hmm. But part of it is about the obsessions um, and the compulsion of a ritual that looks like that feels like it will resolve the obsession. So the OCD mind may think a ritual like counting a pin dropping will resolve potential danger. And this episode imagines what if the OCD mind is really correct? Yeah. 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 So so the second he steps in foot in the office, uh, the doctor's like, uh, so what's your deal? Because obviously you're you're, you're doing obsessive compulsive actions constantly and they're all for different stuff and he's like well you wouldn't believe me if i told you like the dude i yelled at, at on the bench like that i got arrested for was because i was actually trying to do this specific thing because i my goal is to do these actions because if i don't do these actions everything will come undone and i'm basically holding the world together by doing these obsessive compulsive acts mm-hmm. And, of course, the doctor doesn't believe him. He's probably treated numerous other patients who have the same belief. Mm-hmm. So he has no reason to believe otherwise. Um, uh, and he's like, well, I'll just, uh, if you don't cooperate, I'll, I'll forcibly give you drugs. And uh, Martin says, well, that would be a bad idea. Uh, you really wouldn't want to do that because um, uh, you'll regret it. And at this point, I just want to put a little, I don't know, pin in it and be like, does he know how this episode will play out when he says that at the beginning he's like you'll really regret it if you forcibly give me drugs anyway let's go on with the rest of the episode uh really so it's kind of it's kind of interesting this whole scene too and because he's like, at first he's like what behavior and he's like kind of not embarrassed but like taken aback a bit and then he goes at it even harder and starts doing uh, some different ticks and and stuff he does the ear one where he's like flicking his ear and then pointing well, I think, so they, they kind of talk about this a little bit later on, but um, that uh, the doctor's like, what you're doing is called masking, where you pretend to do one thing so that way you can do your awkward tick, but you're actually doing this. So it's like, you know, he's like, he's like folding and unfolding the doctor's like business card. He's like, oh no, I was just looking at the business card. He's like, no, you're not. You're like folding it a million times and you're not really looking at my degree in the wall. You're like, you're straightening it because you're like, you're hello OCD. So... Uh, the more we get to know the characters, we're like, okay, Martin does have some shit going on, and this doctor does know what he's talking about. Um, and uh, the Martin basically talks to the doctor. He's like, listen, if I can convince you that I'm actually telling the truth, that all this shit is important, and I am, you know, actually in control of stuff, you got to let me go. Yeah. And the doctor says, okay. So, Tom, this is uh, one of your rules, right? The flashback? Yeah, we get the eight millimeter flashback. Uh, I think when uh, I think you were saying you you like that right like oh, I the different it when, the different look of the film right I thought it was really cool and you know it it, it ages it and it, it shows you know um, what happens in the scene is that like uh, he's walking with his friend or no he's he's walking and his friends um, biking. This is the scene, yes? No, this yeah, it is. is. This is I, okay. Yeah, well, the... the Or, I don't know. It, if we're just talking about, like, the way that it looked, I think, like, the way that it looked was really interesting because I feel like frequently, like, when people are talking about, it, like, a, a flashback or something that happened back in time, it's like, it would be, like, a sepia tone or, like, a black and white, but, like, the resolution is still the same. This one actually cut to, like, a different, like, grainier film, which really lent itself to uh, taking you back there as a viewer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I have a question I forgot to, uh, or something to bring up earlier is um, it. our character, um, is British. I'm 
Yeah, yeah. right? Or I, I think the actor is definitely. And his accent is minute. too, because he's like, he's like, the patterns, the patterns. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. He like, doesn't flashback. even say patterns. He's like, patterns. No, he's definitely got a British accent. And, and then the in, in, the, in, the, in the flashback, I'm pretty sure the little kid has a British accent. Uh, does Is he? that right? I think so. Well, we, wait, wait, but then his friend doesn't. Right? I know, but that's what I'm saying. He probably, you know, moved to America, and that's why he's kind of getting bullied by his friend. But... Would you still have an accent if you had if you moved when you were like how old did he look there like 10 11 Yeah you can keep an accent Listen, you can lose one If 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 Kelsey Grammer develops an accent and he's been born in America you can fucking lose one Yeah but he's pretending There's like that weird Cambridge educated right. Yeah like that's almost like theater kind of like I beg your pardon Yeah <laughs> But anyway yeah he's uh he's getting kind of bullied by this kid and uh the kid's on his bike and this I, this might be like top top one or two scenes in the episode for me. Uh huh. Because uh, so he's like already clearly he's uh, shown that he's developed these um, ticks, the ticks, and and he like is walking. The kid's picking on him, and he steps on a crack with his back foot or something. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember? What, like he had some sort of like sequence where he's like, I have to make sure the next. He's counting out. So yeah, the dude's counting out his steps, and uh, you know he's trying to not step on the cracks. And like one of his buddies, is like, hey, let's go hang out. And like he momentarily loses his uh, focus, and he steps on a crack. I think he did it on purpose, though. At first, it was an accident because he goes, that one didn't count. This next one counts. And then his friend's like, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Like starts like talking shit, and he's like. All right, you want to fucking fuck with me? And then he deliberately steps on the next one. Hmm. And then he knows what will happen if he does. Yeah, like, what did you guys think when you were watching this, right? Is that an accurate assessment? Yeah, I think so. Was it intentional? Sure. Sure. No, it seemed to be. He's like, well, okay. Because I would be annoyed, too. Be like, okay, you'll see what happens when I don't do this. It'd be, and so basically the kid kind of taunts him. I can't remember the, the taunt that he said. It was like something, something, he's a weirdo or whatever. Basically, he takes yeah. off on his bike, and this this big like old '50s car comes flying around the corner, and you don't see it. I was really hoping to see like a a flying like like ragdoll thing. <laughs> flying you know, off a cliff well, something. there is one later on in this episode, right? Oh my god! Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. But yeah, no. He he. You could tell he instantly kind of regrets like getting his friend killed. I guess. Um. I thought it would be really funny if like the person driving the car was like. The English kid, uh, his his dad, like flying home drunk from work or whatever, you know, like 1950s style, just like after his three martini lunch. Or yeah, exactly, <laughs> like Mad Men style. Yeah, but yeah, I thought that scene was 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 funny and tragic, and, <laughs> uh, yeah. and also well shot. Yes. Yeah. So uh, basically, uh, Martin elaborates. He's like, yeah, well. Um, I had uh, this one incident happen which solidified the fact that I need to do these things to make sure that a person in my life is safe. And then the more that things kind of happened, he he did more and more uh, patterns so that way he can um, – uh, basically his, his neurosis is like reinforced by different things. Um, uh, and then, you know, we get this little flashback to his childhood, but then we also get a little flashback to his work. And Kiri, this is what you were talking about, where he was dropping a pen. And I actually really liked this part. Like, I thought it was pretty cool where he's in his office and he's dropping a pen over and over again. And his boss comes in and he's witnessing this weird erratic behavior. And uh, he's like, hey, what's going on? And he tries to, like, play it off. He's like, oh, nothing. I was just dropping my pen. <laughs> and, like, 
it's like this weird embarrassment of like being like walked in upon when you didn't think that anybody was going to be there. It's like kind of this weird shameful thing. And you're like trying to play it off as something else. And I was like, this might, I think that might be my favorite part of this first vignette, you know, is where, well, I don't know. There's a lot of funny things that happen later, but uh, I really thought it was very real. And it was like kind of sad to like see this person who was just kind of, you know, being forced into this behavior that they don't want to do because they want to maintain order and help make sure the people in their lives are safe and all this stuff. Um, but his boss is like, yeah, you got to stop. And, uh, uh, Martin basically elaborates that, um, he still had to drop the pen two more times. And because he hadn't done that, uh, Things didn't go quite right. That's right. That was my gasp moment as the boss goes tumbling down the elevator shaft. Now that that was a fake body, right? Yeah. That was like pretty funny. I mean, I hope so. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't throw the actor. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> no, but I mean, like, like I I swear, like, because you guys know I like fake bodies falling off of things. Um, like it looked like his knee like bent backwards a little bit. Like it looked like one of those like really fake ragdoll yeah. bodies. It's I up there with fake paws. I trust your judgment. Okay. Tom, I think you and I would have liked to hear the goofy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just love how he, he's like, uh, you know, um, Malcolm McDowell tries to like be like, oh, I just forgot something because he wants to go and drop it. But then yep. the guy's like, it's cool, whatever. And just like doesn't even look, just goes Locks like one there. step and then just looks like doesn't even <laughs> flail his arms or anything. I think he actually wanted it. The it made me gasp. I wasn't expecting it. That was your gasp moment? You. That was my gasp moment. Yeah. What a way to go. Stepping into an open elevator shaft. Mm. And it's a clear elevator. You know, his family has a lawsuit there. The elevator door shouldn't have opened if there's no... No, I think it could def- they definitely got some kind of settlement out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, it's sitting open. That's bad. It, no caution tape? If and <laughs> That's then liability, and, yeah, and then they have the shot like up from underneath him, and his feet are like, or, the, like in, like like shaped like a I don't know, I don't know. It's like the Wicked it. Witch of the West, like yeah. it's just these feet sticking out. It's a fucking. It'd, it'd be funny if the, the feet were like slightly moving, like the Wicked Witch. <laughs> that would be even more disturbing if one of the feet was twitching. Oh yeah, mm, nothing like twitching feet. Maybe I'll write to Henry Rollins and suggest yeah. that. Hey, can you go back? Can you go back <laughs> ten years? What, twenty years? Twenty. Jeez. Nineteen years. Wow. Send him like an extra small. Black... He'll know what I'm talking about. Don't worry. Send oh, him an no. extra small black T-shirt. That's <laughs> <laughs> your bribe. Offer, yeah. Right. I offer this as a can peace please, offering. Can you please sign this? <laughs> a baby gap. <laughs> you just got on one bicep. Oh God. <laughs> That'd be so great. Oh, man. Kiri's getting hot and bothered by that. Uh, if any uh, listeners mm. want to uh, uh, draw, <laughs> send in an uh, image of what you think uh, Henry Rollins would look like in an even smaller shirt, <laughs> I think it would be quite amusing to see. Yeah. Or just as like Henry Rollins is like, a looking like adult but just baby-sized version. <laughs> Arms are still the same size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay, so we got uh, Martin... As a child, we got Martin at work, and now we're cutting back to Martin in the doctor's office. And uh, he says that uh, all this is is basically he he what he's doing is it, it's a contract that he has. It says it's a contract with God, and um, he starts saying that uh, the reason why he knows what to do and how many times to do it is because he sees these patterns in his everyday life. You know, he'll see that uh, maybe I need to you know whatever touch my shoulder three times or eight times or whatever. 
Um, and he relates a story about knocking over a garbage can and looking at the garbage on the ground. And uh, I like this scene. I like the shot, really, because it was like classic garbage can stuff. There was um, <laughs> a banana peel, a fish head, uh, Chinese food. Like, you know, those are things whenever you see like it's an always in my garbage. Right? Yeah, those are I like, love that, actually. Yeah, it's especially like the, the fish head, always. Yes. Like the classic one thing I think about from time to time is the classic grocery bag. Which has the baguette sticking out? Oh yeah, and yeah. some lettuce, an orange, yeah. maybe a fucking like an a, yeah, exactly. Yeah, some greens. Yeah, yeah, it's like the head of like carrots or something like that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Like, who doesn't yeah. love those tropes? But um, one of the other things I saw in there that yeah, that I thought was kind of strange is there's a slice of pineapple. That is weird. Did anybody remember this? I didn't see that. Okay, never mind. I'm insane, so don't listen to me. Um, <laughs> But I believe it was there. I just didn't notice it. Now, my house is very, very bright. So a lot of times, like, if it gets too dark on the screen, I can't really make out, like, details. So, like, yeah. when you guys are making certain observations, I'm like, I don't know about twitching. I didn't, but it's hard for me just to see, like, you know, it's, it's very beautiful and bright in here. Also, Tom told me not to tell you guys this, but I had to watch this on my phone. Why did he tell us? Tom. Why? why? <laughs> I mean... Cooper. Wait, wait, why, why not tell us? Wait, hold on. No, he's fine. Why, why? Thank you for not keeping a secret. Why would you want to keep secrets, Tom? We have a no secrets policy. Why'd you do that, Tom? Yeah. Well, I was just saying because like, you, know, you and I are both running behind and I didn't want to get you upset. I just wanted to have a nice... Um... Why would anybody be upset? You, I just sold you down the river. You did. Fibber? <laughs> and he laughs about it. Yep, and I'd do it again. No. But no, I was just going to say, I did, I did watch it on my phone because I'm... I, I just know that you got flack for Mr. Not taking, uh, for not watching the episode last time, and I, did, I didn't want you to get in trouble. Mr. Resolution uh, snob over here is watching on his phone. <laughs> I had it's all right. Well, well, well. Circumstances. That's right. Well, and also we really, um, we have, the episode was announced like later than normally in the week. Yeah, and we were busy all day yesterday. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, um, back to the episode. Um, yeah, so we found out about the contract with God. Feels bad. Uh, there's lots of zipper action going on around this time period. Mm-hmm. Zip, zip. And also in the episode, not just in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you were laying down, zipping your fly up. And anyway, down. I, I started. So I didn't. Biceps. I didn't want anyone to get in a car accident, so I was just zipping my fly up and down. Actually, I would like to thank you for that because if you didn't do that, I think an airplane would have crashed on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot my other drinking rule for this one was every time you hear the number four. Yeah, because that's what he sees. There's a banana peel that, or no, it's asparagus. <laughs> There's some type of green vegetable that spells for a trash vegetable. Yeah, John's Broccoli. obsessed with trash fruit. <laughs> they call I saw it? pineapple in there. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I, I swear, I saw all these things. Pineapple. I believe you. But um, so uh, when uh, the doctor uh, says, "Okay, so there is a specific reason why you're doing all these things," he's like, "Yeah, well, this uh, keeps your tie blue." And this like keeps planes in the air, there, and this keeps fish in the water, and like, and like some of you you said it's tie blue, right? Okay, so I understand keep fish in the water. Well, I don't even I don't understand. I understand keeping planes in the air, but what does he give a shit about keeping his tie blue? Isn't that one thing you could not do? I would have skipped that. Yeah, right. (laughs) And like, whatever. You midday, you're like, oh shit, I thought I was wearing a blue tie today. Okay. That's, that's what I'm saying. Really like, what, what are your priorities? <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone knows God hates white ties. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Well, <laughs> and I think that's why he's so stressed out. I think he's overextending himself. Be like, this. I got to do this to make sure that you know um, that bird has a. Uh, I don't know. 
one feather more than it's yeah yeah to have. it's it's very minute things that really yeah. in the grand scheme of things don't matter yeah and the doctor is kind of like well what would happen if you stop doing these things and he's like mm-hmm. well i started kind of like you know slacking a little bit he's like yeah. instead of brushing my teeth a hundred times or whatever uh, i did yeah, like, like five six times yeah. yeah he cut he starts cutting down and then he stops doing some of his rituals and he's like okay cool i think everything's fine like you know the world's still holding together and then he ends up watching some news and uh, on the news, it's just a bunch of um, crazy shit going down. Did you guys know any of the things that they watched? I couldn't tell if it was alluding to real life events or not. Well, exactly. You're like, is he just watching the normal news, which is like a fucking... It's always bad. Uh, a horror show? Yeah, or exactly. is it like actually repercussions of him well, doing or not doing Well, this I so? thought was kind of cool for the show because you're like... Me, while watching it, I was like, well, sounds like he's kind of... And I think this was intended. I think it was like, well, he's just kind of assuming bad shit's happening because he's not doing his things. Right. You know, yeah, trying to sow that seed of, of disbelief. Exactly. And- yeah. Because, I mean, as an average person in this time, like the news is always fucked up. Like you're always going to see the bad shit happening on the news. But That's- it seemed like he seemed to know or think that it was because of him not doing his shit. Yeah. Uh, two, of the, there's, there's a few funny things I really like from the news. Uh, yeah. uh, one of them I really liked was like the really cheesy, obviously fake woman scream, like that they <laughs> use in every like cartoon and show. It's like, yeah. I can't do it. I'll drop it in right here. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, and then the other one is that there was a man on fire screaming. <laughs> <laughs> they like put a dude in like a fire suit and he was like like flailing his arms and I was like I don't know if they'd show that on the news. I don't think so. <laughs> you get some ratings, but yeah. Yeah, you get in trouble with the um FCC. What is it? FCC, yeah. There you go. Yep. So after he watches the news, uh basically the doctor does not believe a word that he says. Mm-hmm. So he's like, All right, well, I don't believe you, so I'm gonna forcibly inject you with drugs. Um This seemed a little much. It does, right? Yeah. I mean, like, if I he wasn't in there for being violent, right, or hurting him. Well, he harassed a man on a bench in the park. But since when does that get get you committed and, or even just arrested? Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know. This is a good question. This is just uh, what uh, night vision uh, posits. That's true. Yeah, and he has the the needle ready to go. Yep. This guy just carries it around. mm Hmm. Instead of like a coin purse, you know, like those things back in the day, he just has one full of needles, just mm-hmm. boom, ready to rock. Yeah. And this needle hurts him a lot. Oh, I love this. The, I can't even describe the 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 ways he like howls about it. I wrote it down. He goes, "Ow, owie, <laughs> that hurt." He like, said, "Owie." Yeah, he says, "Owie." <laughs> Does anybody uh, remember this? Am I crazy? No, no, I, 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 you're, you're I believe you. Right. I just don't remember it. Owie. Ow, owie. Tom, you collect any fake ears in this episode? <laughs> Not in this one, but... That uh, you're on the lookout, right? T- tune in for part two. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. No, this is a uh, mini filing cabinet. Oh, yeah. Mini filing cabinet, and then this is all the car upside down. Uh, what? Does anyone have a list of all the crazy shit that went down? I, I can... Uh, I just put the world is fucked, comma, big, period. Yeah big <laughs> i would i would i would agree with that um so so yeah. all the things that we see yes tom i just love when the security guard shoots the person well you guys the... are going at it um a thousand miles per hour sorry <laughs> it just made me it was exciting to well me. but it starts a little more subtly than that right he comes into the office 
and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, we got coffee today." No, yeah, and, and she's like, "I don't remember what she she's said. rude to him." She's being a dick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he she asked her, to be nice. Uh, he asked her where his keys are. Yeah, yeah. She's and, like, "Why would I know where your keys yeah. are?" She's being sassy as heck. And she's like, I think at that moment he's like, "Okay, she's in a bad mood today, or whatever." And then, um, yeah, the coffee thing, all of a sudden they have coffee filters, which wasn't super weird to me initially because it's like, well, it's the next day, right? No, it's the same day. Oh, it was the same day. Yeah. Okay, I got a little confused. I got confused about that the first time I watched it too. Okay, yeah. So anyway, all of a sudden there's filters. So that's kind of weird, but he's still not tripping, tripping. Well, all the little things that they had like peppered in the episode that like you didn't think anything about, you're like, oh, this is just world building or whatever, that kind of stuff. Almost every single thing that they introduce is now changed and the reason yeah. why you saw it that way is so that way they can flip it and be like oh shit look yeah. at that yeah absolutely and this part okay i was kind of like distracted at this moment but i remember looking at my screen and seeing was it a security card in like yeah <laughs> in like a leather thong <laughs> and then the background of doctor pissing in the corner yep that was weird yep <laughs> There's a okay, so there's a the nice uh, security guard who like welcomed them like like it's like hey welcome you know how's it going you know good morning, mm-hmm. he's butt naked except for his security guard belt and gun yeah and he's just staring like at the camera it's creepy and I thought he was pissing I thought so too I yes. did too yeah until you, you made that comment and I guess not there's a yeah. dude in a lab coat standing Again, I can't behind really see him because it's so dark okay. Yeah. Well, there's a guy in a lab coat standing behind him who's like taking a piss, and he's just like, oh. Yeah. So like, it would have been better if it was the guy sitting. Well, it's good feeling pisses. Yeah. yeah. We it. all we've all had. Oh, those. absolutely. When you get that nice little moan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys okay. have a memory of the time you had to piss the most. Oh man. I remember when I was a kid. Told. You guys remember that movie, A League of Their Own? Of course, I love it. So there's a scene in there where Tom Hanks' oh, character yes. takes a very long pee, mm-hmm. and one of the one of the girls on the uh, uh, baseball team uh, takes a little watch and she mm-hmm. starts timing his pee. Ever since I saw that movie as a kid, I time every pee in my brain Me when too. I take a piss. Yep, that's right. Do you have a record? Maybe that also trains your bladder because I know you said you've got a very good bladder. Did I say that? Yeah, you don't like have to even get up and pee during the night. Not during the night. No, no. That's a good bladder. Shit, I got up and pissed like three times. I'm at least night. a two-time person. All right. I think I have diabetes. Tom? No, nothing of note. No pee? How often do you pee at night? Um, I usually wake up pretty early in the morning, so I just pee right when I wake up. That's good. Yeah. 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 I respect you. We're piss pals. Piss pals, baby. That's not something dirty, right? It is. It is now. <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, so, yeah, we got the, the, the guard... Uh, uh, pissing uh, himself <laughs> and he uh the doctor is like okay whatever like this doesn't throw him off at all like so this, that's slightly unusual his secretary disappears it like almost in front of his eyes and he's like yeah. all right there's a dude pissing over here and this guy's naked like doesn't doesn't blink no. um and then uh he steps outside uh and we see all kinds of crazy shit we see uh a woman sitting in her car hitting herself in the head with her shoe yeah uh we see like you said tom an upside down car and they showed this car earlier it's great to kind of have like the before and after uh and like you said it's not smashed or scraped in any way like they literally picked it up and flipped it upside down yeah and the friendly uh, gate guy is shooting people. He caps some dude in the head, right? And then did the other guy was like, thanks. He's like, thanks. <laughs> Waves and like goes off. That was um, crazy. One of the things I really like, too, I, I made a note, is that there's a radio, like just a voiceover like of a person on the news, like on the radio, who's like, 
yeah, a bunch of Boy Scouts just jumped off a bridge <laughs> and emergency medical services don't care. <laughs> like, it was just like... It was the lighter side of news. Yeah. yeah. They they did say that, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The world is fucked big. Yeah. The world is, the world is fucked big. I I mean we already you know fish are falling out of the, out of the sky and no nope. yeah they they are flying out of the sky yeah go know, ahead and fish. and I'm just like oh, yeah. uh you know he he kind of starts to realize that this guy is uh actually is um you know what he's been claiming to be and you know weird. he finds out that his uh, his wife's up in the sky and um he's worried about this plane crashing because they mentioned it earlier so it's a callback um and just uh. He wants to go and, and learn how to, like, the code for whatever you keep planes from crashing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what the crazy part is, too, is, like, he seems to, like, walk around and be like, everything's fucking crazy around me. But the thing that I think, like, really, like, like changes his mind is that his tie is now white instead of blue. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, like, fucking. Which maybe that's why he made that little nonsensical comment that we all kind of thought was not really shouldn't be there it actually was because that was the one that kind of turned his head and made him oh okay this is Uh, real yeah yeah (laughs) it is real i would have loved it if he's like hey what does that motion do oh it stops your guard from pissing in the corner yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's trying to figure that one out yeah this keeps the security guard from getting naked (laughs) smell out (laughs) it's really hard i have to do about four or five of these (laughs) what do you think that 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 uh, pattern was for that one he had to flick his Nips three times. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. Like, uh, uh-uh, had to be even. Oh, sorry. Oh, four three's the worst each. number. You can't do three. I'm sorry. Four times each. And five. Total of eight. Mm-hmm. He's like all even numbers. And five. <laughs> yeah, five got in there. Five. Five's pretty dope though, because you got like five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Five's dope. That's true. That's yeah. Five's kind of a uh, yeah. A number that I'm, I don't know. Brought to you by the letter five. Brought to yeah. you. It's by not five. a letter, John. Sponsored by five. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that. I was just like, yeah, letter five. I caught Idiot. it. Idiot. Because you're smart. I enjoyed it. I'm a dum-dum. Uh, yeah, so he, Clever he, boy. He's, uh, you know, he, he learns the pattern, and, and then his wife calls him on his old cell phone, or I guess 2000, so that's not that Is old. Is it kind of a brick phone? Uh, the iPhone came out in 2007. Not long after this. This is the, 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 day, the, the age of Razor phones. Yeah. yeah, in the Nokia mm. bricks. This is right before Razor. This is like the people were flipping. Nokia. No, people I thought Razor wasn't until like '04. Yeah, you're right. I'm okay. pretty sure because I was I was a freshman in college and I was like one of the first people to have one. and It was really cool. I yeah. didn't get a cell phone until 2005. Maybe five. It was like '0405. Yeah, Do you guys remember Razor. like? Because uh, the Matrix came out in like 1999, and like everybody was like, "Holy shit, a phone where the fucking faceplate slides! That's mm-hmm. the future." Yeah. I had one of those phone cases. Was that the Razor? No, no, no. no. It was like a cheap ass fucking case I bought from the mall for ten bucks, <laughs> where like it had a little button and it would go and That's slide out. Awesome. Oh yeah, dude. You Every- felt so cool. <laughs> everybody, I was cool. Dude, oh, everybody. you still are. I know. But I remember like, asking my mom in like 2003, like, "Mom, I want a Razor." Uh huh. Me one. <laughs> But in 2005, I got a Nokia brick phone. Remember nice. those? Yeah. They weren't called the brick, but you know. I remember like playing that chunk. snake game on it. Yeah. Good snake. times. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. It was that. And then uh, that was it. That was the only game. Was there a I only remember there? playing the snake game on it. I never played anything but snake and maybe avoid the edges. Tetris. There's uh, no Tetris. I don't no, remember no, Tetris no, on no. it. No, no, no. That was my next phone. Mm. The chocolate was cool. 
Chocolate? Oh, that was a phone too. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow, I forgot all about that. That's right. That was the yeah. one that you the, could like I called it the poo poo phone. You could play like like thirty <laughs> seconds of a song on there, I remember. Like Dude. I had this phone, I forget what the fuck it was, but it was like all smooth. It had no corners and the case was rubber. And you would like put the rubber case on it and the coolest feature this thing did. It could tune into a broadcast radio station. Oh my so you that could, is pretty cool. So like you could listen to the radio while holding your phone to your head. You know what? I, Very practical. I, I remember the first time I got on the internet on a phone. It was like 2006 or seven, mm-hmm. which is not impressive because that's when the iPhone came out, right? Right. But this was like a like a shitty bricky phone. That old those old internet that was not really the internet. That was like what? a fucking place like to download data. ringtones. Yeah. No, but I got on MySpace. Are you kidding me? I swear. Pre-iPhone? Yeah, but it was like super choppy and slow. And I was like, I got on there, uh, but it, it didn't like, work. Bleep, bleep, bleep. I'm in. Yeah, no, exactly. I ha- I'm a hacker man my way in there. Um, Martin's under the influence of drugs, and he's loving it. Yeah, whatever yeah. the hell they gave him, he's like fucking blissed out. Right, he is calm. He is chill. He's taking the chill pill. He's saying, wee. He doesn't want to uh, keep doing... The, the patterns and that's like, like we mentioned earlier where he's like um uh, the doctor is uh trying to you know save his family who's on this mm-hmm. plane um and he he actually does a pretty good job about like looking at someone who's like on some sort of um i was surprised that he even remembered what even part of the motion was like the dude was fucking throwing out motions a thousand miles an hour <laughs> and uh it was hard to even remember what the hell uh he had yeah. done but yeah he starts like tapping his shoulders like is this it is this the move like what what do i need to do to keep my family in the air and i like how they didn't show um they didn't show uh the Cut doctors away. like moves because like you know I-, I bet um what's his name malcolm uh mcdonald mcdonald would like just was ad-libbing all those moves. <laughs> and so, like, the other actor had to just be like, I don't know what the hell you were doing. So the camera people just, like, shot up. And you just see, like, hints, like, like shoulders moving. Like, <laughs> one, two, three, four. But there's a lot of fours. If you're drinking for the fours, that's, uh, that's doing a lot. Doing the Macarena. Is there a name for that shot, actually? The one where they brought it up like that? Uh, which shot was it? It was, like, an aerial shot, I think. When they, like, brought it up, like, above the room. Oh, yeah. I was wondering about that because there's no At drones the back then. Well, and then throughout the episode, too, there was times where they would go, like, on top of, like, the desk. They're using a, a crane of or... some sort, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, I honestly didn't notice. So, yeah, but, I mean, there are... A crane shot usually involves a crane, so it's probably not going to be inside a room if that happens. <laughs> a crane shot involves a really involves small a crane. crane. Yeah. Like, like you said, uh, Coop, did they tie it to a bird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, Coop, Coop's... Has, any, uh, has, training any, them? has any, like, movie or show ever done that, like... Tied a camera to a bird. <laughs> they should. Because they never came back. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're still filming that movie. Actually, I did see a documentary about that back in the day where they, like, uh, fitted cameras on top of a bunch of migrating geese. And mm-hmm. they, like, were first time ever able to get, like, these crazy... Because, you know, they fly in Vs. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've seen Mighty Ducks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Quack. Mighty Geese. Have Quack. you seen the new Quack. Um, Quack. series, popped though? up on my... Is it Prime? Uh, no, it was on yeah, Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus, yeah. Um, no, have you? I watched about half of it. I appreciate that Emilio Estevez is in it, but I just I need that Joshua Jackson to keep it going. Mm, tell me about it. <laughs> okay, so okay, so uh, the doctor uh, Critchley, uh, he he's like, okay, cool. Um, I think I can figure this out. He starts tapping his uh, his shoulder and like doing all these crazy motions, and uh, as soon as he does, uh, he gets a, a call from his wife, mm-hmm. and she's like. Oh my god, like, she was just crazy, but everything's okay now. I thought I'd call you after the fact instead of while I was in turmoil, but, uh, mm-hmm. 
now the doctor is like, okay, cool. These things do work. And I just saved my wife's life and you know, whatever. And that things are good. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, Martin looks at him and he goes, now the contract is yours. And mm-hmm. there's like this foreboding, like music cue. It's like, like, you know what I would have liked? What's that? When he's talking to his wife, I wish it cut to the plane and everyone's pissing. <laughs> There's just a bunch of guy in thongs. Yeah. <laughs> the, the flight attendant's coming down like, who wants whiskey? <laughs> who wants We're all going down, so yeah. we might as well go with it. He's, he's pissing and walking at the yeah. same time. So what I thought was funny is that after the last shot, <clears throat> we see our host. But it, the way he shot, it's only his head, so mm. you can't see his arms. So I could finally hear the words that were coming out of his mouth. He said, maybe it takes a madman to know the mind of God. Oh, you're talking about uh, Henry Rollins. Yeah, I was finally able to hear him. This shit you cracked me up. It was so muscle. distracting. You because couldn't hear a word a, he said. Because it was arousing? I, I laughed at this because I was like. It was shocking. Because what does he say? It's what, eight words? Right? It's like, One, two, to be crazy. Three, four, five, to be... six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, 11 words. That's nothing. It's barely one sentence. And like that's how it's going to like, you know, like uh, to go back to Rod Serling's, uh, you know, uh, commentary for an episode mm. of The Twilight Zone. You know, he's like, you know, cultivating like this mental picture and like, you know, this whole uh, perspective on, on, you know, these ironic tales. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, they're like, okay, we got uh, Henry Rollins. Just try not to fucking choke out the camera guy. Like, he's just like. Henry Rollins' head is it's like 70% skull. Maybe he was crazy. Maybe he wasn't. I don't and know. It, yeah, he, you. And you guys can't see it, but John's doing like the best crazy eyes right now. He always has crazy eyes on, Henry. Oh, yeah. Oh. I thought that was going to be a shot at uh, John, you Johnny. always have crazy eyes. <laughs> oh, God. Too Are you crazy. loco that was, essay? That was a little too crazy. I didn't... Ooh, gave I would, me a little shivers. I would love for uh, his like end uh, of a segment thing for just... It, it, it's him. He shows up in the picture. It's like one second, and he doesn't say anything. He just like flexes the camera, <laughs> and runs away. That'd or, be fucking great. Or what if he did like the Alfred Hitchcock thing, where like he steps into like the what do they call that um, the profile? Like the profile just yeah, of yeah, him, yeah. just like with way over exaggerated fucking biceps and and titties. <laughs> Pectorals. Pectorals. Peckies. They're titties. I like calling them titties. Yeah. 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 There's something titties. like kind of fun about the word titty. But yeah. yeah you know, why shouldn't it apply to both sexes? He, he it does. He basically, Genders, he, whatever. He gets, um, I feel like this is like a common um, story line in, in a lot of uh, stories um, where it's the person kind of getting hoodwinked into taking over the mm-hmm. the burden of um a, a character who has has been carrying this for a long time. Well, that's what I was wondering because because earlier he's like he's like you you'll like if you give me drugs you'll regret it and like he kind of has like this like winky kind of thing and I'm like well he because like he's able to say now the contract is yours like did he get this contract from someone else when he was a kid or like like I, I have a theory about this oh okay it? I think the Three Stooges were. Uh, <laughs> were the original ones from back like in the 30s and 40s yeah i was really hoping at one point that yeah he, he was gonna do uh, i i'm sorry it's it's gonna sound weird but this this, <laughs> this thing that the... yeah <laughs> yeah and that's what that's how you know malcolm mcdowell and i was eventually. just hand driving for yeah. those listeners it was fantastic spoon boning spoon boning Oh. Um, but yeah, so he he uh, he suddenly realizes he has to like learn all these traits, and um, I was really wondering like, uh, so now does he have to um, like are are all the his little ticks are do they all change with um, 
him like, taking yeah. over it. Like he'll notice the patterns himself mm-hmm. in the world around him, and he'll have to take those up. I mean, because that's a lot to learn. You have to learn about what to do not to have planes crash, what to do not to have ties. Well, if change I remember color. correctly, it seemed like it was like intuitive. <laughs> like he would notice a pattern and know what to do. So I think that now that he has the contract, he'll notice patterns and he'll know what to do. Yeah, yeah. they didn't show us what that would look like with the good doctor, but. Mm-hmm. And then I had another thought, too, because, like, obviously bad things still do happen, right? So, like, I was thinking about that. If he's preventing bad things, then how come bad things still happen? But then I thought maybe when he's preventing some bad things, that means other bad things, like, have to happen because he doesn't have the time to prevent all the things. You so know he I mean? let 9-11 happen because he was or keeping some not even tie blue? Well, wait, wait. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's not let because he doesn't know the future. Right? He can uh, just see the pattern. So he doesn't know how to prioritize the tie or the what until after he's able to like do yes. the ritual. The way I don't know. Okay. This is the way I was conceptualizing okay, okay. it. Okay. Well, Again. it's like, it's not like he prevents bad things from happening. I think he just keeps things happening how they're supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. So bad things still happen, but it's because they're supposed to happen. They're supposed to happen bad things. But okay. yeah, when I he stops doing shit, because that's why shit's happening. It doesn't make any sense. Cars are upside down. Uh-huh. Ties are changing colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, People are acting crazy. Yeah, because they, shit they, make and sense. it doesn't make sense. It's yeah. not just bad. It doesn't make sense. I, exactly. I, I think I like what you're saying more, yeah. Coop. Yep. Because, because uh, yeah, if you're a non-religious person, you wouldn't say I have a contract with God. You would yeah. say like I'm maintaining the you nature of reality, yeah, universal order. Or yeah. whatever. God is subcontracting down all of his work to these yeah. <laughs> random loony. Or maybe it's like a test. You know. Mm. God likes to, this is old tea God then. Well, it just okay, the only thing it seems OG. strange that mm-hmm. this that the, this the patient God. who's been nothing but been helped by this doctor would like flip the script on him and be like now you have to do this shit that like has been haunting me for my whole life. I'm like mm-hmm. wouldn't you be thankful for this dude to like, you know, give you like a brief moment of like I don't know, respite to like not have to like go insane like I don't know. It seemed like he was like now, now he's giving him a long respite. You. Yeah, there was like this <laughs> dong sound. Yeah, right. Dong. This is a sound. Yeah, settle down. That's when we realized we're watching the gong show. <laughs> I wish it was the dong show. The myself. dong show. And that's uh, that's, that's our dong. first little segment. That's yeah. right. Let's do our uh, ratings for that part. Do you guys okay. want to do ratings halfway? Yeah, I okay. can do that. All right. Sure. This would be our... I'll go first. I actually strongly enjoyed this episode i thought um malcolm mcdowell or whatever it is goes like really really hard into this character and i think he just probably had a lot of fun he probably like got the set the first day and saw henry rollins well he probably wasn't even there and was just <laughs> like you know what i'm gonna go with like my best like half rating man uh rain man kind of thing uh and he he had a fun you could tell he's having fun with it um mm-hmm. great actor the the plot's very fun very um formulatic and uh i think he i think he, um this is for we've watched a fair amount of henry rollins um and i think this is one of the better ones that we've seen to be honest it's not one of the better henry rollins bits no i mean he, he again he, he says like you, you 11 words the, the night the, visions the night visions yeah, yeah um uh but this one i actually enjoyed like i, I would show this to a friend which is like think of rubric that we kind of like abolished a little bit but i, I think, follow it um, I, I hey, this, everyone can grade how they choose. I like that attitude. Um, 7.750 out of 10 creepy crawlers. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, I think this, I, I enjoyed every time I watch this, watch this like three times. You and I watched together on mm-hmm. FaceTime and actually had a you know a little enjoyment on it. And um, yeah, that's me. Bye. Very I good. I like that. 
All right. So um, I also enjoyed this episode. And I start with the would I show it to somebody else? And I would show this episode. I thought it was just there was great layers to it. Um, I, I liked that the guest stars were in it. I liked a lot of it. I liked the dialogue. So it gets a five there. And then it gets the two and a half because I like the end. So that's my little like, did I like the end? Was it a good like twist or just something that I enjoyed? And I did enjoy that. Um, you didn't see that coming? I, d- I didn't. Not that it would be like a contract shift. I did see that he was holding up the universe, obviously, because there has to be something that's different than reality. It's more than what meets the eye. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I already expected that. But then having that little extra bit, I was like, okay, I like that. And then it gets an extra point for the star power because, you know, those are two. Um, I love The Stand. It's one of my favorite uh, miniseries. I loved it so much. I even watched the new horrible one on CBS All Access just because of how big a fan I am. And it was really, really bad. But what about that hmm. Star Trek? And then it had exactly. And that's the first Star Trek movie that I remember seeing in theaters as a growl. So, you know, had to give it that point. I it saw First up- Contact was my first oh, yeah? in the theaters. Yeah. Oh, so 8.5 is my creepy crawlers. Very nice score. Wow. Wow. Uh, Coop, what you got? Um, <clears throat> I'm sitting at a 7.2. Uh the way I rate things, number one, opening sequence intro, I thought was whatever. It was pretty average. I don't like Henry Rollins, but I know a lot of people do. Well, you can... Okay. And if you're listening to this, Henry, it's not personal. I can explain it later. I can hear his uh, biceps flexing Henry. from here. I know, I'm scared for you. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, as far as the script story, I gave that... A very high rating in that regard. I really liked the story. I thought it was really, really cool. And I was thinking, I was like, shit, I'd like to see this concept done on like a higher budget because I think it is kind of cool. And it'd be cool to see what they could have done on a higher budget. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Ties changing colors left and right. <laughs> Fish. Uh, Give the people what they want. Dogs swimming on the land. Pineapple and trash cans, apparently. <laughs> yeah, pineapple. Trash cans full of pineapples. Um, performances uh i feel like we're pretty good solid actors in there um what's his name malcolm mcdonald <laughs> mcdowell whatever i'm gonna call him uh ronald mcdonald yeah he's big good mac. <laughs> yeah big mac with fries he is really good and overall i thought it was, it was very fun so yeah i'm, I'm clocking it at a 7.2 my only issues with it were maybe the intro being a little bit a little bit like man whatever um i thought it was a little hacky using the Oh, for the theme song? Yeah. Well, like, keep on. it. Okay. Yeah. And what is it? No, I was just gonna say that, like, if you're if you're taking the intro into account for the first episode, are you also taking that into account for the second one? Yep. Okay, just check. I'm hitting them twice. And what you pointed out to me also makes me dislike the intro a little bit more that they. It's got spoilers. Shit. Come on now. Yeah, that's an issue. Yeah. That is an issue. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Right. But other than that, yeah, I thought it was really really fun. Okay. I. We'll do my Koopy Callers. I agree with you guys a lot. It was very fun. Like, who doesn't like a, a, an episode that, like, um, I mean, it's so fucking wacky. You got fish flying out the air and fucking people pissing in corners. Like, it was <laughs> totally zany and off the wall, but it was still, like, rooted in the reality of the episode. My only criticism would be I would like it if it kind of got into the absurdity kind of quicker I think that just kind of uh, by the way that the episode was cut like you know you gotta like cut for commercials and it's like like when he's like what are you talking about he goes I'm holding the world together and then like cuts <laughs> to a commercial and then it cuts back it's like yeah. if we were just looking at it as just a segment and commercials weren't involved I think that the pacing would be a little bit better mm-hmm. but it's got the actors 
It's got a fucking unique story that we have not seen yet. So I will give it a... I'll give it a 7.3. Um, creepy Crawlers. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I can see why they chose this one to go first. I think that it's uh, definitely a very strong story. And uh, like you said, it's got people in it. So uh, I think uh, we're kind of all on the same page. It's like... Uh, um, about three quarters uh, of a full ten, right? Mm-hmm. On average. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Good shit. So. Yeah. It started off strong, mm-hmm. and then. And it finished all over my tits. Hey. Hi. I, over Henry Rollins. Tits. I mean Henry Rollins rippling. So we go for pectoral. a commercial break, and when we get back to the commercial break, this is what my notes say. Biceps are back. <laughs> I think he said something. Distracted by biceps. Are you distracted because he's so sexy? No, it's just like a lot to take in your eyeballs. So you, like, are you attracted to Henry Rollins? I, I don't like muscles like that, really. It's just a mm. lot to take in your eyeballs. You know what? I agree. It is a lot because I'm hearing him talking, but all I'm thinking about is look at that tiny shirt on this huge man. Thank you. It's so distracting. And this his, is how me yeah. and Tom feel about the Hitchhiker's buns. Okay, mm-hmm. but his buns don't distract me. He's got a little These, flat butt. Okay. Well, Thank the thing you. is this. <laughs> yeah, Coop and I If you're being distracted from what's going on. Yeah. Oh, I guess it kind of depends. I mean, like. The Hitchhiker didn't throw me off. Too no. Bad. I feel like Henry Rollins, like has someone like hold his shirt like upside down and he like jumps off of a well, flight of stairs and lands inside of it. Someone's standing behind him pulling it taut yeah. across the front of his I body. I think it's like it's when the wrong move to have the, your host look really angry or just like showing off his arms and his tattoos yeah. and it's like you need a guy in like a suit like Rod Sterling. Mm-hmm. Well why do you think they have him say like 11 words in each intro it's like yeah they don't know we can't hear it anyways yeah we need a good host like forrest whitaker don't get me started with his lazy eye (laughs) i don't mind hey he can't help that but he's boring and terrible so that's that's not okay his acting Uh, is as lazy as his eye ah there you go i i I don't i don't appreciate the the (laughs) physical shame but i can't disagree with the content all right fair so Harsh, that's uh, that's part one of this uh, Night Visions, and mm-hmm. uh, let's get into part two. That's part right. B. We open to a person in an MRI machine and some female uh, doctors, which I smile and nod at because representation matters, y'all. That's so important. Mm-hmm. I got nervous just with the MRI. Have you been in one of those bad boys? Yeah, you know, just like a, like a month and a half ago, yeah. They're, really? They're terrifying. I've not been in one. Does it give you that sense of kind of claustrophobia? What was your experience? Big time claustrophobia. I just I had to close, I closed my eyes the entire time. Um, they offered to give me like a sedative, but I don't. I've heard they offer like Xanax and shit. Sometimes. Yeah, I I just they, I just told her she's like, well, it's gonna have to be like another hour for the thing to kick in, and I just said, no, I, I just closed my eyes and said, until they pulled me out. But I I no, I'm terrified of that. I literally was like getting anxiety just watching that. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, yeah. have y'all ever gotten an MRI? No, no, no. But I'm also not claustrophobic. John wants to have one. I just feel like, yeah, like you said, like, okay, we're going to put you in this tiny little thing. You're like, cool, just close my eyes. It's like super loud and... and it, bright lights, right? Like, bright lights and... Yeah. Your your eyes are closed. But well, you I mean, see the light through your eyelids. Oh, right? yeah, no. You, you That's what I'm can... saying. I'm like, how is that any different than like looking it's, at fireworks with your eyes closed? Scary. Sure it is. Who, look, who looks at fireworks with their eyes closed? <laughs> Nobody does. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if all you're worried about is a sound, like, you know, dogs no, are scared by sounds. But like I, can... I'm very claustrophobic. And the, like when I saw how small the tube was, I was just like, this. I yeah, literally was I like. That. I'd be scared. Yeah. And the, the people there are really nice. They, like, they're like, we're here the entire time. If you freak out at all, just, you know, let us know. And I made it through it. Yeah. You know, I died that day. One of yeah. my most cost. Can I just say a really quick an- antidote? 
An anecdote? Anecdote, not an antidote. I'm not saving lives here. No one's been poisoned. All right, we're back. Anecdote. Uh, well, it's not really even an anecdote. It's just one of my most claustrophobic moments. I was actually with Riley. The rat. The rat. The rat. Hey, bud. Yes. And we were at our friend Calvin, who's a different guy. Uh, at, we were at his house, and he had a pool, and we were in the water, and we were like, close the pool cover on us. It'll be funny. And it, was, it wasn't like the kind you pull over. It's like one of the electric ones that like has a roller that like oh, yeah. closes you in. And we did it, and it was fucking terrifying because the top of the the cover is like pushing your head halfway underwater. And I panicked for a minute. See, I'm not claustrophobic, but I do have a thing with like water in confined spaces. So and like, you know, when you're in the water, yeah, you know, yeah. When you're in a water park mm -hmm. and they have like the slides oh, and some of them, they don't have a top and some of them do. Yeah. Fuck the ones that are enclosed. Yeah. I won't fuck with them. I won't go <laughs> down them. I don't like them. They freak me out. So yeah. like, I'm not claustrophobic, but when it comes to like water and enclosed areas like that, like yes. what you're describing, I started to activate. Like I was like, oh, <laughs> hell no. Oh, oh hell scary. no. Like, yeah, that's like my specific like fear, but not in general claustrophobia. It's pretty, mm. yeah. I, I feel that definitely. It's a specialized phobia. Yeah, like I'm with you a little bit with like the enclosed in water thing, mm -hmm, and like mm -hmm. people talk about those uh, the chambers that you can go inside of where you're like, oh yeah, sensory that deprivation is like it sounds scary. The right? worst thing I could ever think to do to myself. Yeah. I kind of want to try it, but I say I'll try about anything. I'll try about anything. Let's go. Probably, John will There's a place. If I make us an appointment, will we go with Oakland Floats? Yeah, depends on when you want to go. Okay, well let's sync it up. Let's figure it out. Okay. Anyway. John, are you going to take mescaline and then get in it? From what I understand, you don't have to take psychedelic drugs. You like trip out anyway. So, like, depending on how long you're in there depends on how crazy your brain goes without having outside stimulation, right? I want to try So, like, <clears throat> you know, most people go for 30 minutes, right? Yeah. And then some people who are really hardcore go for, like, an hour. But from what I understand, after about an hour and a half to two hours, that's when your brain really starts losing control. Like, I mean, I've meditated for over an hour, so I feel like I could fuck with, like, the hard-level stuff, you know? Think about how pruney you'd get. Because you're floating in the water. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's fine. It's salt water. I'm not worried like, about it. Yeah. I'm pretty I also had a friend who did it and was like, because <laughs> you're laying down in water, he was like, dude, like after like 15 minutes, like you're, every one of your vertebrae like realigns and it's like completely different because like no other time in your life have you ever not had to support your own body weight. Mm. So like your body's doing these things that it's never done before. Interesting. <laughs> Bless you. Me. That's our uh, eerie Kiri making some eerie noises. <laughs> what was that? Was that the creaking of a castle <laughs> door? <laughs> the woman who um, is going in the MRI, Sandra. Sandra. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she's going in, and we, in just a moment or so, we find out that she um, just had a uh, like a new C, uh, experimental surgery. surgery. Um, also, oi. We have to make drinking game rules. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got? Yes. Let's hear them. Every time you hear the word blood. Yep. Mm. I would say, I said hand. Oh, how about the name Tim? Yep. Tim was another one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fun. And funny. Um, You're fun and funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, she's obviously, you know, trying to get this, um, her, she, we're led to believe she's, uh, she's deaf. And she had this uh, new age surgery, and uh, we get our first glimpse at our first fake ears. Okay, so yeah, because <laughs> like when I first saw this, she, they're like, "Yeah, so she's doing a new experimental surgery." I'm like, "Her surgery is being put into a, like whatever a CAT scan machine or whatever." Like, but then they show it close up, and she has like a very small scar on the base of her neck under her ear. And I knew Tom was going to say something about fake ears. It was. It's fake. a. It's a reoccurring theme. If only we all had the eye for fake ears that you have. 
your fake eyes for fake ears. It's yeah. a something about thing. his reptilian eyes. Mm-hmm. That's eyes? why we can't reptilian eyes too. Uh huh. No, your reptilian eyes—they can spot a fake ear from a thousand yards away. They go like chameleons. They like go like <laughs> different directions at the same time. Yeah, yeah. two wonky eyes. Okay. Wonka walk. So uh, we meet Zandra, and uh, after she gets out of the machine, uh, the doctor who's working with her puts this uh, headphones on her, and she starts playing her different frequency tones. And she's like, okay, if you hear something, uh, let me know. And uh, Sandra doesn't hear anything. And uh, it kind of turns out that her experimental surgery did not work. She was hoping to find some hearing, but it didn't work. She's still deaf. The doctor's not nice. Um, I, I well, how so? She says... You'll never hear again. I mean, you know, sometimes that's the the tough. You gotta have, it's okay to have an ounce of optimism, isn't it? Well, she goes from having like a more than an ounce of optimism to being like, "Yep, I guess it doesn't work." And the other thing I'll and say, nothing will ever work. The other thing I'll say is, uh, the noise that it's making when she's wearing the headphones. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like when Kiri's hitting her special lighter for oh, me. Oh, for your reptilian ears. Reptilian ears. Yes. yes. Uh, so, listeners, I have one of those really cute rose gold rechargeable lighters. Aww. And every time I use it, this Tom's kid, flinching right now. Oh, he does. He freaks out every time. So I have to go back to using like the non-green. Green well, whatever it. happens, the uh, the the nurse is like, shit didn't work. So Sandra, um, we find out that she's been deaf since she was a little girl. And she's like, I forget, you know, what music sounds like. And I, it's like really upsetting her that she's deaf. You know, some people come to terms with their own, you know, shortcomings and, you know, that, you know, they don't have the, 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 the life that they wish they had. They got dealt some uh, bum cards, but mm-hmm. um, she's upset about it. So she goes back to her normal life. Um, and uh, for a living, she's a courtroom sketch artist. What? Oh, I said court illustrator. Is that the official title, guys? So it's a courtroom sketch artist. Sketch yeah. artist. Okay. Yeah. And it's always that same oh, style of uh, of drawing, no? Well, I think it all started, okay, you know, I've done zero research, but from my understanding, this started back before, like, uh, they had, you know, video cameras, and it was a way to avoid, like, photography and, like, favoring people and stuff like that to have a person actually do the drawing of it to more fully represent what's going on in the courtroom that other people can't be in. Mm. I feel like it's an old-timey thing that has kind of carried over, and like, hey, we still do it. I don't do get it. why they still do it. I don't either. It's like, just take a fucking picture, right? Yeah. But it's a thing. It's weird. Same thing with the stenographer. It's like, why not just record the dialogue? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. Voice-to-text no program, sense. call it a day. Exactly. Well, if everyone goes deaf, then you'll have a problem. I guess. And that could easily happen. Okay, I don't study bird law. I don't know. But with this this death gal, all of a sudden, we are seeing that she's hearing the internal thoughts of a cop. A a crooked cop. That's right. Turns out he is crooked, and he did kill a dude. So, yeah, we we see that there's there's a man on trial in the courtroom. He's a a younger uh, guy, and uh, he's being uh, brought up on charges of being a gang member, and he killed another gang member. Over a bad drug deal. Yeah, and he's like, "No way, dude! Like that wasn't me. I'm being set up. I'm being framed. Like I don't because, know. Oh man, I don't know. What? It's a it's a man of color getting Chichin, uh, wrongly persecuted no. by the by the Nothing powers that there. be. Remember that Cheech and Chong? Um, Cheech at a point has a song. Is I've been framed. <laughs> okay. I wish we could play it. Well, we're going out on just Coop just saying that over <laughs> and over again. Here's the thing. It reminded me of that. So this uh, guy is pretty adamant about not uh, committing this crime. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, uh, Sandra, the uh, sketch artist, she can't hear anything that they're saying. But all of a sudden, she starts overhearing this voice of this man, and he's talking about blood. Take a drink. 
Um, Sticky blood. Yeah. And he's like, come on, red, red mama. Like he so starts. weird. Yeah. All this like inner monologue is all about blood and killing. And she's like shot because she hasn't heard anything since, you know, for the last like 20 plus years. And all of a sudden, due to this experimental uh, surgery, now she's starting to hear shit. But she can't really figure out who and why and what's going on. It's just one person. Yeah, but... It is a little weird. Yeah, you don't hear anyone else ever. Do you? But I do think it was addressed well later on why that is. Yes. I can't remember. As she exits the courthouse, her drawings fall, and the cop sees her drawing with quotes from his mind, admitting his role in the murder. Yeah, uh, so she fi- she figures out that it's this guy who whose voice she's hearing, and then when he's up on the stand and they're questioning him about stuff, he's like... He basically sells this whole line of bullshit about like, oh, uh, you know, I caught this guy. He was shot this other person. There was no money. I don't know what they're talking about. He, he completely plays dumb. And uh, the whole time while he's answering these questions on the stand, uh, she is drawing his picture and she's uh, writing down all of his inner monologue on top of the picture, which I thought was a little strange because mm-hmm. it's like. This is supposed to go to the press. Right? Like, I mean, it's like, obviously, you have to show your work to somebody who's your boss. Like, you don't just draw pictures and then go home. Like, that was just for me. Just a hobby. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Again, I don't know enough about stenographers and courtroom sketch artists to... uh, to... I didn't even know what the title was, so, yep. Yeah. But uh, Let's take her word for it. But, yeah, so she she has all these drawings, and she has them in her uh, notebook, and um, she... She's walking down the courtroom steps. She drops her papers, and then this crooked cop, um, Detective Malone, uh, he he's like starts helping her pick up her papers. And as he picks them up, he looks at the picture that she drew with all of his quotes on it that say like, um, "I killed him," uh, "Tim," uh, "Blood," like all these uh, drinking game rules that we came up with. Sticky red mama. Yeah. Oh yeah, red mama. <laughs> oh blood. She sticky says blood. thank you. My but hands. Then she says my sticky else. hands. My sticky, my sticky icky. <laughs> Woo wee. Well, she says she thanks him and then sees it's him, but then she says something else and I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, he sees the words Scary. and then all of a sudden he's like, "How did she know?" Like, yeah. uh, it's very interesting to be inside the mind of a killer who only thinks in broken fragment <laughs> sentences and I like w- so violent. It's yeah. interesting he can talk at all. It, in her power is that she only hears when he's talking about the crime yeah. in the traumatic incident. It'd be really funny if it, like she's like just like sitting around one night and Ooh, just, my like, butt itches. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> oh man, so horny right now. <laughs> horny mama. <Yeah. laughs> Wanna see blood mama. <laughs> all right. Settle down. All right. Uh but yeah, so uh all of a sudden, uh, now he's on her scent. He's like, okay, she somehow knows, I don't know how, about this murder. And uh, the next time they're in, uh, well, not not even the next time they're in court, she looks at some of the drawings that uh, she's done. And one of the notes that she did is it says, uh, money in the bus. And um, before she gets to that part, you know, she's at her house. She's uh, texting with the doctor who helped her with her surgery. Oh, this was great. Uh, I think we might have the same note, but go for it. Uh, just a couple things, like the Italic, the Italic, Italic uh, font that instantly comes back from the doctor. Like she's like typing, like oh my god, this thing, and then boom, paragraph comes yeah, back. Yeah, that's my exact same note. It's like no, like I'm hearing things. It's like I know that you're hearing things, but I think you're a little bit worked <laughs> up. You know, some of this is like you wrote that in one second it like, was like what was that? that she's got that speech to text it's that thing it's okay <laughs> it's that same thing where people are like pick up the phone they're like hello 
Yes, I'll be right there. And, it's and like, then they don't say bye. But, but there's no way that someone could be like, hey, how's it going? This is John. Hey, why don't you go meet me at this bar or whatever? It's like, hello? Yes, I'll be there in five minutes. Mm. And it's like, there's, yeah, it's impossible. It's one of those movie tropes. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's also... But I like those Maybe it tropes. was... Um, you know, uh, what was that AIM Smarter Child? Remember the AIM uh, Instant Messenger Smarter Child is a robot? That no. Like, oh, I remember Smarter Child. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. could like, say, like, what's the weather like? Or, yeah. Um, yep. Well, you could have conversations. Okay. We should just As train. an old person, will you guys explain to me what a Smarter Child, smart so, child like, is? Do you remember Instant Messenger, like the AIM? Yes, I remember AIM. And so that you could, like, friend this thing, Smarter Child, and it was, like, one of the early, like, um, things that would, like, kind Chat of auto-reply. Yeah, sort yeah. of. And so, like, you, like, as kids, we always just trying to get like say like bad words say like, dirty things too like I want to fuck you smarter child and he'd be like hey that's really cool <laughs> yeah. how you doing today yeah cause I was like what's the weather like what's the number one movie no, in the box office you have to push smarter child's limits yeah <laughs> he needs what to learn what wow. he, he I guess to... I was the weird one he was a bot he's trying to get smarter I still want to fuck smarter child and one day I how will how come you guys are sending a, a, sending so- a gender to a computer program he was a guy I feel like <laughs> he had a masculine energy right I didn't think so oof hmm. I'm not stepping in in this one I thought he did <laughs> this doctor is like completely still checked out I mean she already told her like you're not hearing she's ever like, again and she's, she's like you're just being crazy she's like, AOL instant messaging with like three other deaf patients right then like, yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's probably, her, that's she sent shit. the wrong text to the wrong one. Uh, but no, so so while she's chatting, she starts hearing the dude's voice again and looks out the window, and somehow he's figured out where she lives, and he's watching her from outside the apartment. And, and he's th- thinking about crushing her throat. Yeah. Oof. Brutal. Because he wants to make her not only deaf, but also um, De- mute. Oh, Oof. yeah, yeah. Mm. He mentions that at one point. He does. Or his brain does. Yeah. I just don't care for him. Doesn't sound like a no. good tactic. He had no lips. He, he His mouth was a slit in the middle of his face. Like, yeah. It, Bird lips. There it is. Bird mm. lips. Lizard lips. You know. Bird beak. And uh, so, yeah. He, she, she goes and uh, she starts chasing down this. Um, oh, she, she asks the district attorney for his photos of the crime scene. While he's eating a donut, of course. And... Uh, He's like, yeah, here you go. Here's all this evidence that you're asking for, even though you're nobody important in the courtroom. <laughs> He's like, I got to go to court. Yeah, here's all this evidence. Just mm-hmm. t- just do what you want with it. I know. It's like being like a security guard, like, hey, do you mind if I check out that murder weapon? Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah, just uh, I recognize we'll wipe you. it off when you're done. But he is not hearing it. He is not trying to help. No pun intended? No pun intended. Oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It, yeah, and so she, um, you know, she sees the bus, and then that's when she goes, and we have this, like, front, like, did you guys like this scene? At night when she's uh, looking for the money? I did. Yeah. I thought it was kind of fun. And- uh, well, one of the things that I was really strange is she, she she finds this bus in a crime scene photo. She goes to check it out because uh, in his thoughts, she's like, oh, this is where the uh, uh, money is. And uh, she goes to check it out. She goes on the bus. And while she's on the bus, um, uh, Detective Malone shows up. And she hides on the bus, and then he comes and he's like, where's the money? She found it. She knows it's this or whatever. And he's looking around in the bus, and she somehow is able to slip past him without making any noise. But I'm like, if you're deaf, like, how do you know how much noise you're making? Like, I I don't know. I just recently read a a subreddit article about people who who regained their, their hearing and what they, like, noticed between, like, back when they were deaf. And people are like... 
I never realized that like you could hear the rain outside or like how much fabric moved. And like some people are like, I never realized how loud farts were. Like I <laughs> thought like I was being sly all this time. And like yeah. as long as it didn't stink, it was cool. But it's like you don't know how much noise you're making. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also thought the, the concept of um, – the, you know, you're trying to hide from this person as a, a killer, and it's an interesting concept of how she can hear his thoughts. He doesn't, at this point, know that um, she can hear him, so it's like you're hiding from this person who's you can hear, like, through your brain, like, approaching and kind of prowling after you and trying to find you. So I thought that was a really cool, interesting take on Like them. a cat-mouse type of deal. But but also, like, she has the advantage of, of being able to hear his moves kind of not, not like the advantage of being able to hear her moves no of course but i, I thought it was just kind of cool if like he's revealing more um uh, of like his inner feelings and she's kind of getting a sense of of what's going on that way yeah i liked how she used his thoughts to kind of keep ahead of him yeah that, that mm-hmm. that's a great way of putting it thank you key well we get a little flashback uh because uh all these uh crazy voices that uh we're hearing from the inner mind of uh detective malone uh, you know, he starts mentioning Tim and his mom and like all this shit. And uh, we get our uh, first flashback for this uh, segment, but our second flashback for this whole episode. And uh, we see uh, him when he was a little boy. And uh, this one, uh, rather than being on a grainy eight millimeter, this one was just in black and white for the flashback. And uh, it shows him. Uh, he's uh, you know maybe like I don't know nine or ten or something like that. And his younger brother. Uh, tries to hold his hand across the street, but his hand is sticky, so he lets go of his brother, and his brother runs out into a street. Doesn't he, like, <laughs> smack him on the back of the head? Isn't yeah. That, like, why? That, that's, like, his that's guilt. That's why he went running away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, and he says... That's where the stickiness comes in. <laughs> from from his... Because remember, he was, like, sticky blood. Well, because his hand was uh, sticky, and that's why right. he didn't want to hold it. And well, then yeah, yeah. Uh, he runs out in the street, and he gets in a gang shooting... <laughs> Which crossfire. Is, yeah, it's Don't not... Don't get caught in the crossfire. When, crossfire. <laughs> You'll get caught enough. Um, but yeah, this is not what I would ever in a million years imagine if someone said they got shot in a gang shooting. There's yeah. only one gang shooting. I don't know who they were shooting at. Yeah. They're like, kill that kid. Like, yeah. it's he's, a guy leans out of a car and he's like... jaywalking. Shoot him. <laughs> don't you uphold the law? Those guys are serious about. That's why he got into law, uh, law enforcement, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's inspired. By well, the yeah. Guys who shot well, his so this is where we learned, like, okay, this is why he has his vendetta against gang members is because he's grown to hate them ever since he was a kid because he mm-hmm. associates the death of his brother with it. But and it's his own guilt. Yeah, yeah. It is like once we once we get this little chunk of information, like all his actions kind of uh, come into focus, and we see why you know he's framing these people. Um, and uh, Sandra, she's able to kind of flip the script on him a little bit and use this information that she's gleaned uh, through his thoughts to kind of not manipulate him, but kind of almost like help him mm-hmm. figure out like what's going on because he has this childhood trauma that he's trying to figure out. Um, and she's just basically like, it's not your fault. And, uh, you know, you know, you can't like hold on to this and all this stuff. And as she's like dropping this information on him, she's like saying this stuff like that's like incredibly important for him to hear, at least from another person. Mm-hmm. And um, he 
is completely changed by this. And uh, he like the whole time she's having this conversation with him, by the way, he has her in a chokehold. He's like grabbing her throat. Well, and he, it's not a sexy chokehold either. Now, we Choke. all know what those look like. Chokehold? Sorry, I got excited even just like saying the word. My bad. Choke. Choke. That's how she said it. Um, but yeah, it's um, we see uh, how his brother died. And all of a sudden, Detective Malone has this whole change of heart. He realizes that like he's been, you know, fucking shit up because he's like mama would be upset and he goes well your mom wants you to kill me and uh that's what she says he doesn't like i didn't like that either hey okay that's how it was said it was we can say like this she says in a deaf voice would your mom want you to kill me how about she says in her voice (laughs) okay it's a del- By the way, this it's a delicate actually- thing. It's hard. Like this is like you know, act, you know, people's like abilities. That and actress it just, it, wasn't it's- deaf, right? Yeah, she is. That actress was deaf. You yes. guys didn't recognize her. Well, her first of all, her what? this actress's name is just one name, like Madonna or whatever. It's like Taina. Yeah, it's yeah, something like that. And I don't know if she's actually a deaf um, she actress or not. She is. It she doesn't is. say that anything about that on her IMDb. It does. I couldn't find anything about that on her description. I believe you. You're good at the deep dive, Tom. But I did notice that she played multiple deaf characters. Oh, so which that's would what suggest. that's what makes uh-huh. me think that I wouldn't right. feel bad if she wasn't really deaf. But you know what? No, actually, I like that they would cast a no. I think actual deaf woman or woman, you know, with, that's with the thing hearing impairment do. to play if, a woman yeah. with hearing impairment. If I like an actor or um, actress is available, Marty yeah. Matlin. Yeah, that? exactly. Yeah, yeah. She's I love a, her. She's oh. a very she's, she's a charismatic very, as fuck. Yeah, she's a very famous deaf actress, and she's been a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. She's great. You'd recognize yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, saw you her. totally recognize her. Yep. But um, huh. this actress is uh, also deaf, and mm-hmm. you know we're uh, happy to have her actually you know portray that part in a show. Yeah. But yeah. natural born killers. She was in that as well. Yes. Um, and what she basically uh, it was like, wait, hey, wait, wait, wait. it's not your fault. Uh, so now he turns himself into the police. And at the end of the episode, she just walks away, and the cops don't ask her any questions, and she's just able to, like, disappear into the night. And you're like, okay, there's that. And, I, okay, we'll get this in our closing thoughts. But the, the final last little bit is Henry Rollins um, literally just says the exact same dialogue from the episode. He's like, um, he's like, he needed to be heard, and she needed to speak, or something like that. Like, he literally says dialogue from the show, and then, like, the last thing he says, he goes, "Be careful what you wish for." Like she wished to be, she wished to be able to hear, and now she can hear the thoughts of a killer. I'm like, how is that ironic? I'm like, she saved an innocent man yeah. and helped a detective overcome his childhood trauma. It's like, why mm-hmm. would you be careful what you wish for? It sounds yeah, like got it a all, dirty cop off the force. It, it, yeah. like everything worked out great. Yeah. So I agree with that. John. It doesn't really have an ironic twist. It just, I guess, the only irony is that we had to see Henry Rollins again. Yeah, I guess he said. He's like, can I have my juice box now? <laughs> you know, can I have my creatine shake now? <laughs> yeah. That's why he's like saying so little always is that he's just like holding his breath, <laughs> breath like flexing so hard. <sighs> his gut just yeah. pops out after. Oh, yeah. Girdle comes busting out. <laughs> I was able to hear though the last uh, host statement because there was no biceps in the shot, and apparently <laughs> those biceps impact my ability to hear. Not surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're all on the same page mm-hmm. with that one. Distracting. This was the time for our creepy crawlers. Who's going first? Tom, I think you started this last time if you want to. Okay, yeah. Um, I thought it was a fun concept again. Uh, you know, it, she did, a, I think, a really good job. And like I said earlier, I thought it was really fun of like where you could hear your 
killer's thoughts and and that was like a fun concept to me it's not like the same as like freddy where he's like knows he's taunting you or like saying things and um this was a thing where like oh you have the advantage there and so i thought that was kind of fun and, and that bumped my score up would i show this to someone yes i think i would um and keep in mind that would you show someone is pertaining to the whole episode unfortunately we can't really split that up oh well i did vote i did rate mine differently okay well, well just we give different creepy crawlers to well you're gonna have to average it i guess what i'm saying i did average mine as well john there you go Ooh. i don't even use that i'm just saying That's yeah if you use the would you show somebody it's okay. a package deal uh yeah i would you would um uh this one i, I didn't enjoy quite as much there wasn't as much or if any real star power besides um, our lead uh, character there, but um, I'm gonna give this one. Oh god, this is gonna my math's gonna be, have to be terrible. Uh, this is a six point eight nine out of ten <laughs> creepy crawlers. Six point eight nine zero. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to put the zero in there. I did it, for but you. I did. You <laughs> did. But yeah, I, I thought it was fun. Fun concept. Mm. All right. So for me, um, I also start off with what I showed to somebody. I wouldn't, um, so, but then it's also kind of like, was it horrible? Did I, did I like really not like it? No, it wasn't awful. So it's getting 2.5. It was not awful. I would not show it to somebody, but not awful. Um, it's going to get a, uh, 1.5 because I liked the end. It can get up to a 2.5 if I like the end. So it's not quite getting all of it, but you know, something. And then it gets a point for representation because I liked the female doctors and I loved having, you know, an actress with a hearing impairment playing a character with a hearing impairment. I think that's very important. Yes. So, um, it gets a five. Should I do my average now? Sure. So the first episode plus was the 8.5. My second episode was a 5. The total average is going to be a 6.75 for this episode of Night Vision. Night Vision. <laughs> I, <almost laughs> I did too. I had to take a breath. Thanks, of John. Night. You saved me, darling. Yeah. Visions. Keep you want to go, should I? Um, I'll go real quick because mine's just going to be real fast. I just thought I would give it a 5. Um, it kind of felt like having the the main course before the appetizers with these two parts because the first i really really liked and i had a lot of fun second i was kind of like just eh, you'll see that all the time with these shows they front load them like a motherfucker yeah which Mm. makes sense for tv i guess so yeah it's pretty average i give it a a straight five creepy boys all right final score is five Mm. all righty uh, I think one of the things that could have helped the sec- uh, second episode is one thing that I think kind of hurt the first one is how much time was devoted to it. I think if they had taken five minutes off the first segment and put those five into the second one, both would have probably been a little bit stronger as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think that uh, it, this episode wasn't very fun. Like the, the first one is great. You have like fish flying around, people pissing, like, you know, whatever, hitting their heads with fucking shoes and garbage and all this stuff. Like it's fun. This one doesn't really have the same amount of fun, but it also doesn't really have the same type of, I guess it has a little scares. Um, but uh, I guess I just feel like if you have this ability to hear somebody's inner thoughts, which isn't an entirely original thought for an anthology show. You could have a little bit more fun with it. Um, everything they set up did pay off. But yeah, I didn't really enjoy it very much. I guess I, if I was to grade just the second one, I'd probably give maybe like a 3, 3.5, something like that. Yeah. Um, so if I average the first one at a 7 and the second one at a 3, I'll give it maybe a, I'll give it a 4.9. Um, not terribly thrilled with this, but um, that's just because I know there's so much better uh, night visions out there. I guess... Uh, I don't know. Maybe I have high standards, but um, yeah. I mean, overall, 
It was all right. It was a fun little venture, uh, you know, Henry Rollins tying it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 4.9. Creepy <laughs> All right. Yeah. And that's going to do it for our review of uh, Night Visions. Yeah. That's Sorry, it. guys. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for being. Yeah. If you guys uh, agree with us, if you guys don't agree, if you guys are confused or offended, please let us know. Yeah. Tweet at us. Our Twitter handle is at short and spooky. That's hashtag cancel short and spooky. No, it's not. That's not a trending hashtag. Please don't, don't, don't try to make that trend. Thank you. Um, uh, if you want to write us an email, you can always write to us. Our email is short and spooky at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Anything uh, you guys want to leave the listeners with? No. Okay. Just my oh. love. I want to say hi to all the pirates listening. <laughs> yeah. Arr. Their I. favorite three letters are I, I, and R. And, and what's the last one? What about C? C? Yeah. The oh. C, because they like to sail on the sea. All right. That was not read off a Laffy Taffy wrapper. Uh, that was actually <laughs> spit earlier. off the dome no, by no. Uh, Mr. Coop Nasty you, over here. I didn't come up with any Do you think that there's actual people writing in, you know, they, they put like the name in like the last... The, you know, the, the first letter of their last On name. On Laffy Taffy rappers? Yeah. Do I think those are real people? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe with Smarter Child. <sighs> All right. That's a callback that no one will understand because we're cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> but we will. We love you, listeners. Thank you so much. All, All right. right. Thanks, guys. We will see you next week. I think we're going to be doing a coop pick. Oh, shit. Is and it then my I've turn? And me, yeah. All right. All right. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, enjoy your week uh, and uh, keep it classy. Bye. Adios.